Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hi ho, everybody, and happy Pride. Welcome back to D Plus Us Weekly, the show where we break down Disney Plus exclusive shows episode by episode, week by week. I'm one of your hosts, Griffin Tonell, Griffy D Pad, and with me as always is the amazing, the fantastic, the marvelous Mr. Mitch George. How's it going? Did you just say weekly? I feel like I haven't heard you say that in a minute. I haven't because we haven't done this in a minute. <laughs> it, it, it's funny because we haven't really had a lot of shows. Like it's been a bit of a Disney Plus drought, honestly, and it feels like it's been forever since we did. Mando? Mando. Was that the last one? Mando's the last one we did. Here's the thing. Oh my we went God. into a little bit of a drought when it came to exclusive Disney Plus TV shows that we wanted to cover. Disney Plus has still been putting out a ton of content. Um, the Muppets, uh, not most wanted, Muppet Mayhem came out. Mayhem. We are going to do stuff to talk about. Yeah, we're going to have But they dropped all of that at once. Um, High School Musical, the musical, the series, season three. No, season four. Season four? Season four isn't out yet. Season four is the new four, one? Four is the one that just got announced as the final season of the yes, show. Yes, that's going to be dropping all at once as well in August. Um, oh, it is? Yeah. I missed and that part of the release. So they're still, they're still releasing all this stuff. It's just they're not doing stuff weekly as much anymore like this. And not necessarily stuff we care about. I think Echo is also dropping all at once, right? It is, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we're here. We're talking about Secret Invasion Episode 1, Resurrection. This is going to be a full spoiler show, but before we jump into that, let me hit y'all with the rigmarole. We'll give you our opinions, and then we'll jump full spoiler. Um, remember, folks, this is our weekly version of the show, where we will talk about the show. It's going to be full spoilers. If you like us, for some God forgotten unknown reason, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on YouTube, and if you're listening on podcast services, head over to youtube.com slash at D plus us to follow us there. Check out our video content. Check out the uh, video essay that will be going live next week. Yes, I'm saying it officially. It's going to go up next week. Am I saying this officially so that it lights a fire under my ass to finish the two graphics I need to finish? Yes. Yes, I Will am. it come out next week? Probably not. Probably. It's two graphics, Mitch. It's two. <laughs> I have made like 30 for this video. <laughs> um, no, seriously, I've been putting a lot of time and effort into this, so I'd really appreciate it if you gave it a watch. We'll be po- blasting it on all the socials at D plus us everywhere. But yeah, we got our main show going as well, where we're hitting a lot of the new content coming out for Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, whatever. Right now, our last episode was on Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. We're going to be doing an episode on Elemental soon. We're going to be doing an episode on Indiana Jones and that comes out. We're going to eventually get to the little mermaid that came out. Um, Probably when it drops on Disney Plus in a couple of months, just because we haven't really we've we've kind of yeah. missed the the zeitgeist on that one. We'll, we missed we'll the circle boat. back to it when it yeah. We'll... <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm going to bed. <laughs> that was good, and you know it. That was great, even. That was fantastic. I'm gonna just keep tuning my own home for for my puns. No, we got secret invasion. Stuff. Secret invasion is what we're here to talk about. Episode Not your one. Terrible, what a terrible puns. What a kickoff to this this show. Yes, and what uh, a what but, a angering ending to me <laughs> for this episode. This also, I mean, this episode also does. <laughs> it, it's going to be interesting to see how 
the next five episodes go, given that the two leads in this show look like they're gassed after every scene. I would argue that they have to run right now. I would argue there's a third lead at the moment. And her name is Amelia Clark. She steals the goddamn show. So far, so good. But yeah, I think between Ben Mendelsohn and Sam Jackson, it's like there was a scene that we may or may not talk about. It's like, oh, yeah. And they mentioned later on the episode. Yeah, he, he, he walks with a limp now. It's like, yeah, the dude's in his 70s. Like, this is an action spy thriller. Like, it. Look, this isn't, <sighs> this isn't going to be Michael Keaton in The Flash. This man is old and we're going to treat him as such. Spoilers much. Watch a trailer for it and you see that that man is not treated like he is 70 in that movie. But I mean, that's also just, you know, that's also DC style versus Marvel style. I I also got it right. Sam Jackson, 74. So 70s was accurate. I really, really like this show so far. Um, I would tell you that this was a episode that was 98% perfect to me. There's just one decision at the end that I really don't like that we're going to discuss in full spoilers. Yes, and I I do have my own theories about that scene. As um, do I. <laughs> but what what the like? You so know where it's going to go to. <laughs> yeah, I I think we're going to go to the same thing. We'll do it on we'll do it on three once we get to spoilers. But I think what's interesting here is the 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 feelings that this episode brought back for me. It felt a lot like. And I threw the first episode on tonight just because I had to. It felt a lot like Agents of Shield. Theories might be the, going in the in best the way possible. Best ways in the best ways, not the not the, the cheesy corny ways. Although there's some cheesy corny moments here which I really liked, but just the idea of who do you trust, who's on your side, who's not. The double crosses, the the uh, subverting of expectations is going to happen across the board here. Although when I watched this the second time with uh, with my wife. In the first scene, she's like, that guy's a scroll, isn't he? And I had to shut up because I'd already seen it. And we were folding laundry. She's like, I am so smart. I'm like, yeah, Marvel will make you think that you're smart when it is incredibly obvious. They want that you this to first scene that. is going to go the way that you expected it to. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to go full spoilers from here on out, folks. So go watch the episode. Come right on back. Um, I'm actually kind of surprised that they immediately gave us a scroll. Like, the first character we see is a scroll. Like, I'm not surprised. My my bigger question is how long has Ross been a scroll? I don't here's the thing we know Ross is with the Wakandans right now I think Ross is still with the Wakandans right now no, the, the thing for me is like with the scrolls I say real the actual invasion. real actual Ross I'm saying See, I don't think so I, I think Ross is in one of those mind sucky machines that they had on their base where like he went into hiding or was arrested or whatever it was Dude, their base and was extracted new. from wherever he was and, and kidnapped by the Skrulls and they basically used his mind to try and get this intel that they needed fair I would love to see that like you know penultimate episode we find him somehow we find Maria which man hey uh Marvel Comics, try not to fridge character. Mission level impossible here. But now that said, is it setting up? We're clearly we're clearly setting up the Marvel Universe to have someone new filled in that role that Maria Hill has previously filled. Yeah. It is probably going to be someone with powers. Um, you know, there's a couple of roads that it's pointing to. I think Maria Rambo no, is a big one. That said, there is one road that there should point to, and that is Quake. We need Daisy Johnson in the show. We need it to happen. 
I need to know what Chloe Bennett's tweets were about. Please, for the love of God, give me Quake and Secret Invasion. That's right, Mitch. It's starting now. This is going to be every week we talk about this show. So Quake is our Mephisto from WandaVision, basically? No, it's not even that. I am manifesting this into existence. It's going to happen. I, I, I don't think there's a universe in which it doesn't happen. But go circling back to the Maria Hill thing, I don't think she's gone. I do think Marvel's going to do that weird thing where they, they tried to set stakes, but it's like, oh, yeah, that was an LMD that had a blood pack or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could see it that way. Um, although they ha- I don't think they've set up LMDs in the main MCU. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you um, wouldn't know it. Which would be cool. Which would be but cool. If you, knew, if you knew Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., just saying. Plot twist. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is entirely canon. Get fucked, losers. Um, not all of it. Part of it. And entirely. And then there's timeline stuff. 100% and, and, canon. <laughs> Surprise. Eh. That's right. There's multiple versions of the Darkhold now. <laughs> eh. Yeah, that's a whole other no, it, it literally couldn't be, but... No, no I... I can really see it going either way, honestly. Like, I could see... Because the thing about Maria Hill is we haven't seen this character in a while. Like, the last couple of, like, major places we've seen her... Were far from home? Far from home in, like, as tertiary as a tertiary role can be. Yeah. Like, you're a secondary character to a tertiary character. Like, it's... I would say Sam Jackson was a supporting character in that movie. At best. Um, look, my point is that Maria Hill does not play a big role in that one. Um, and that's not even Maria Hill. Um, so spoilers, it's, uh, Talos's wife, uh, Sora? I think I got the name right. I should probably actually keep a character list up while we talk about this show. Uh, there's only one character I really need to remember, and it's the daughter, but we'll get there. Um. Gaia. Gaia, thank you. I kept wanting to call her, um, Gaitri because I still have Spider-Verse on the brain. Um, but no, I, I could really see them like just sunsetting this character. Like they don't really use her for anything and it would be, I'd love to have her back. I love Maria Hill as a character. I love her dynamic with, uh, Samuel Jackson. The whole chess scene was one of the, one of the best conversations we've had in the MCU in a while. A hundred percent. And I I think that's what we're going to get a lot from this show is that, character building that that relationship establishment that we got in a few earlier mcu projects the one that really stands out to me that this evokes and i think everyone is in agreement that this is like the winter soldier without the superpowers for the most part and i think that's a really apt comparison just the vibe the fact that you have that scene between olivia coleman's sonia some i had it here somewhere uh, Sonia Fallsworth, the MI6 operative, and and uh, Nick Fury, where he puts on the record, using that as you know a sp- an old spy tactic to you know disrupt any of the bugs that are in the room, as he's already planted a bug in that room, and it's just like that is it's so welcomed in the MCU, honestly, at this point. Yeah, I think there's some other interesting things here. Every character we got in this was interesting to me. Even, like, the side characters that seemingly mean nothing. Like, the big, the coolest moment to me, and I didn't really realize this until, like, my second watch of the episode, was seeing um, Gravik before the explosion of he changes between three separate characters we'd already seen throughout the episode. And hopefully yeah. you've picked up on at least one of them. 
Um, the it's one hard I picked not up to on, pick up on the little girl. See, I missed the little girl. But oh, one, that's the one that got me. The one that got me was the guy in the bar. Yeah, see, I, um, I tot- the only one that I got was the girl. See, that's totally interesting. Like, I didn't realize that the girl was even that that was the same girl until watching it the second time, and yeah. then realizing that it was then it was the girl, him, and then it was like, so, I forget what the third one was. But it was like having that twist and then having it be this moment of this villain reveal in the show, right? Without this big pompous speech, without this yeah. big moment for them, just click, boom, bang, bang. It, yeah, like it, it definitely sets the stakes for the rest of the series. And I'm very interested to see where it goes, what Fury's connection to this one scroll is. And I hope it's more than just... You promised us a planet and you didn't deliver. So now we're taking yours because that seems like the easiest route to go. But I do think this story of a displaced species or, you know, exploring the idea of discrimination and and cultural differences and cultural divide, I think is going to be something really interesting to explore in this series. And I hope they don't trivialize it. I hope they add enough weight to it to like you already have a sense of like with Gaia, the character that Amelia Clark is playing with it being Talos's daughter, the established relationship there already adds gravity to their interactions. And the fact that she's already betrayed them in episode one with the whole, you know, the, the, the di- diversions of, you know, the, the, the false flags of the bag spray painted in infrared paint. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's going to be interesting to see how that dynamic evolves over the series. And I, I want, like uh, you can sympathize with the scrolls in this situation as well, which is what I think Marvel does best when it has villains. I will that, be the first to admit know, one of the first with. questions I had watching this show was why didn't we just give them this like nuclear fallout space and then leave them the hell alone? Like we're not using it for anything. Why not just give it to the scrolls? But you know, there's, plenty of other issues that's where the xenophobia Um, comes into play and then those themes that we'll probably see throughout the series but i think we're also alongside this story with gaia of her betrayal there like ultimately which way is she going to go we also have the storyline of the death of thorin of her mom because she didn't Mm -hmm. know and like they're not the they're not telling us how it happened for a reason like they're gonna show classic storytelling 101 right like they're going to show not tell they're really damn good at it It'll it'll be a cold open of one of these episodes, I would imagine. Yeah, it's. I would imagine it's this. It feels like this is a, this is a six episode thing. That feels like an episode like three or four, to me. Um, speaking of openings, though, I think we do have to talk about it because I know the internet has been a buzz about the title sequence of this show. Oh, the, yeah, the, and I feel like we would be remiss that, if we didn't say what absolute bullshit it is that. Marvel, Marvel of all people have gone to some company outsourced the opening cinematic and trying to justify the use of AI generated imagery as their opening title title crawl or their their title sequence. Yeah, like even if you wanted to use that style, at least like hire artists to do it. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. And like, like especially there's... on a show that is so much about like shape-shifting and fooling people and whatnot, especially after we just had the 
whole airing of, hey, th- turns out the comics industry is super shitty to its artists. You're well, and you're now, now. You're, and you're now dealing with the Writers Guild strike and the Directors Guild and all of, all of these things kind of coming to a head at once. And it's like, regard, like no matter what, the use of AI-generated imagery to produce any significant piece of art or media is just it feels wrong to me um there are artists out there that can make phenomenal things and you can't like a computer cannot do what an artist can do um but to do that to release this in the state that it is with the ongoing turmoil between the writers guild of america and you know they're trying to fight for their rights and that includes them trying to negotiate for limited to no involvement of AI tooling and writing and to see something like this pop up right in the midst of all that, just, it's not a good look Marvel. Like what the hell? Even aside Who from thought the, this was a good idea. Even aside from the asinine decision, it was to use this. It doesn't look good. No, it's one of the like, worst title sequences I've ever seen on a show. When we come to the Marvel shows, like one of the things we typically do on that first, on the first episode talking about them is like praise the ending credits. Like we loved the ending credits in Miss Marvel. We love the Loki. ending credits in Hawkeye, Loki in Falcon and the Winter Daredevil. Soldier. Daredevil is one of the greatest title sequences we've had in any show. Like it's, it's, it's like, Sopranos <laughs> level vibes. And it's like, just like, it's, it's not only did you like, that. Not only did you like fumble the bag in using something that is so definitively like the wrong decision to use, but you also use it to make a shitty product. Yeah. Now I want to bring it back to characters. Um, we did get a little bit of a cameo. I mean, if you can call it that, because Rhodey is kind of like going to be a permanent character in this show. But Rhodey's not who I matter because hey, guess what? The MCU is similar to the real world of we're going to reward shitty people because apparently Ritson is the fucking president now. Yeah. You know, douchebag from WandaVision is somehow president of the United States, if I am reading the assumptions correctly. I did not connect those two things until just now. What, you didn't connect the fact that they were in the White House and walking by consistent portraits of the different presidents? No, no, no. I, I knew I connected him to, as the president, but I didn't remember him playing a dirtbag in WandaVision. WandaVision? Oh, yeah. He's the dude Wanda- that brings. Um, Isn't he the dude that brings what's his name back to life? Or what's it that brings Vision back to life? No. Isn't that not no. the same actor? No, this is Dermot Mulrooney. WandaVision. I could have sworn it was Dermot Mulrooney. WandaVision? Because we know that guy's in this show. Do we? Yeah. I didn't know he was in the show until just now. You're thinking Josh Stamberg playing director Hayward. Okay. I still hate director Hayward. Yeah, that's, that's, that's reasonable. I think of Dermot Mulroney for I could have sworn there was something. I'm not seeing a connection between Dermot Mulroney and the MCU prior to this, uh, prior to this project. This is going to bug me. There's something he's been in that I'm thinking of. It is probably not Marvel. It's probably something I've, just randomly watched recently. <sighs> Either way, though, he plays a great president. He's doing a great uh, job. He, he, so his previous contributions to the MCU are that he is close friends with Michael Giacchino and was one of the compo- one, one of the artists that contributed to the scores playing the cello for Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home. 
uh, going through his IMDb, I figured out what I was thinking of him from. I recently watched um, Scream 6. That would do it. Yeah, he was in that. He was in that. And plays an asshole in that, so. Reasonable, then. That's how it all connects in my brain, apparently. Either way, um, what a, like, a weird... Rhodey has been gone through a very weird, like, character development ever since Tony died. He's kind of the new Coulson? I wouldn't even say he's Coulson. He just feels like the, hey, we need someone that works for the government. Let's insert Rhodey. Yeah, dude. Even though Rhodey was, like, kind of trying to back away from that after the whole Iron Patriot thing. You would think, right? So... Is he going to be in um, Captain America 4? Do we know? I don't know. What, we know he's going to be in Armor Wars. Um, yeah, well, this is supposed to kind of lead into Armor Wars a bit, right? Of Because th- this was a weird, like, that one scene with the president and Rhodey of, like, yeah, Fury's back on Earth and him and Hill have gone off the grid. Like, I was think that that's necessary? Just... We'll see, right? I think it's setting up. I think what that was setting up was explaining that a everyone has tabs on fury because he's Nick i fury. wouldn't say everyone i think there's just there's a close relationship i mean the u.s government seems to be funding the saber yeah. base which makes a lot of sense so i love that they're finally calling it saber even though like, yeah they're just they're they'll lean right into it they don't care um but i i do think that everyone everyone of importance at least for the story has tabs on fury because he's nick fury I think it's going to obviously set up Rhodey to be a bigger part of the story, which they kind of have to do. Because um, it's Rhodey. It's Rhodey. Yeah. But I think the big thing among it is, yeah, trying to set the stakes of Nick abandoned the Earth. And yeah. it's that's a very big point they make throughout this episode. And it's something I really like, especially his response to Hild during the chess that was mentioned. Of, it's like, I had demons. They followed me up there. And, like, him still very much feeling guilt over the deaths of um, Tony and Natasha in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Even though they're never going to outright say it. Although, you know. No. Do, do, we, do we know where the Marvels takes place on this timeline? I would presume after this. Just because... Because he's clean... He's, he's old... Clean-shaven. He's, he's not clean-shaven. He's back to his, like, classic goatee eye patch. Not yeah. looking like he just rolled out of bed rolled out of bed i'm i'm just i'm wondering like so that it does just end with him going back to space like i'm just wondering where the character is going well i I can imagine that for later i imagine that he's up in space researching something with rambo yeah he doesn't he can go back back and forth fairly easy which reminds me what a great great shot of that opening up and like we see we saw it in the we saw it in the trailer Trailer. but it still hits Of yeah, opening cool. it up with this like alien looking figure stepping at looking thing and he steps out and it's Nick. It's Yeah. I do think that there's def I mean, we've now had a US attack on foreign soil. It's going to spark this war that um where is uh what was the guy's name? It was here somewhere. Uh Grab it? Can't. No, the um the agent that the scroll impersonating Ross killed at the beginning. Oh, um, shoot. Yeah, I lost it too. Uh, Agent Prescott. Agent Prescott. So, like, we see, or like, everything he predicted came to pass because you've got the Americans against Russia or whatever. I can't remember what the name of the actual. Nope, I think you got character. it. 
exactly. Uh, okay. I pulled that out of my butt. It was not a particularly um, creative name. No, but I mean, you've got an, a, a U.S. national attack on Russian soil. It's going to spark an international incident, and that's what's going to pull Rody into this. Yeah, I right? think. Well, I mean, I would tell you that. In the middle of an international conflict between the U.S. and Russia. I will bet you that next episode, Rody is meeting with uh, Fury. And it's being well, yeah, Ro- Rody's going to have the meeting with Fury the way that Sonya did in this episode of get him kidnapped and put him in a room. And this it'll be it'll be in, we'll, we'll probably yeah, get I'm this. Sure they're gonna get kid- oh, you are you thinking that Nick's going to kidnap Rody? No, no, no Rody is going to have U.S. operatives kidnap Nick, but he's going to let him kidnap them the same way he let Sonya's operatives kidnap him so that he can have that conversation with Rody the way he did with Sonya. See, I think you're going to have a conversation more in line of like um, when the Wakandans show up in the Falcon and Winter Soldier. For the first time. See, I don't like, see Rhodey being that subtle. Be, well, I don't think it's necessarily subtlety so much as respect. I suppose. It's like, I respect well, you. It'll too. be interesting to see how this next episode comes out. I could very much see it being they put him in a four by six padded cell <laughs> and try and interrogate him. And you get this, this interesting dichotomy between the cordial nature of the MI6 conversation versus the very structured, rigid American. Sorry, Griffin. Uh, I mean, perception hey, no, of no offense taken uh, of uh, of you know uh, policing. I guess is Mitch, I make fun it. of of America significantly more than you or any other guest has on this show. Right, but so. I'm also Canadian, so I feel like I need to be overly apologetic about everything. Okay, don't be the stereotype, man. I'm sorry <laughs> that a bunch of Americans died off the coast of Canada today. I'm not uh, <laughs> a bunch of rich billionaires. Actually, no, there was like a Frenchman and uh, it was a bunch of idiots. A couple of British people. They they should have seen it coming. No, I I got one more thing for for you before we wrap up the show. We've been going for a little bit now. I want to make a bet. This is episode one. I want to make a bet with you right now. When do you think the eye patch comes back? When do you think the eye patch comes back? When do you think he cuts down the beard back to the goatee? I figure it's going to happen at the same time. I think it's going to be, I think we're going to get a um, Steve Rogers endgame situation where the first scene we see in episode two is him shaving and be like, all right, it's game on now with what happened to Maria Hill. I, I like that. I think it's going to happen near the end of the next episode. I think it's happening episode two. I think it, it's his iconic look. The first thing Carmen said to me when we were watching this is, why doesn't he have the eye patch? Mm-hmm. But, like, I could also see him, like, going back to the eye patch and not having, not fully shaving and then shaving later to have that moment. Maybe. Uh, it it wouldn't It'll work be... nearly as well. But I want the moment, right, where, like, he shaves, puts the eye patch on, back on, has the coat. Like, we know Did we're they getting. finally let him drop the F-bomb? No. This is a Disney Plus exclusive. There's no way. They got one in Guardians. They got to give Sam Jackson one by the end of this show. I am still upset that Samuel Jackson did not get the first F-bomb. In the MCU? Yeah, like, me too. His entire thing is saying motherfucker. Okay, so your thing for this show is that Daisy Johnson shows up. My thing for this show is that he's getting an F-bomb. Okay, we have our predictions. This is going to be a fun five weeks coming up. Let us know in the comments who you think is going to be right first, or if neither of, or if one of us is even going to be right. Remember, Daisy Johnson fans, I need y'all to stick with me. But no, that is the end of the show. We will be back next week with episode two. God, it feels good to be back to the weekly. 
Uh, like I mentioned at the top of the show, go check out our other projects on the YouTube channel. If you're not following, there's going to be a link in the description of the podcast. Mitch, if people want to keep up with us outside of that, where can people find us? At D plus us all over the internet. That's Twitter. That's TikTok. That's Instagram. Even though there's nothing on it. That's YouTube. That's uh, SoundCloud. It's MySpace. That's uh, Bing search. I probably would pop Does that up one on Google. Like social media still exist. Google plus. No, yeah. that shut down after like three and a half years, which is about two and a half years longer than stadia got RIP. Um, Griffin's all over the place at Griffy D pad. That's G R I F F I D P A D. And I am on the internet at Mr. Mitch George links at Mitch Yeah. Go follow us for all of our shenanigans and keep an eye out for those future videos. Um, yeah. Like I mentioned, Spider-Man great episode fantastic movie is it gonna come to disney plus probably, probably not. not is it something we had to talk about anyway absolutely is it my favorite movie of all time it very well might be it is certainly up there for me um but we're getting a sequel to one of my favorite movies of all time in a few weeks uh with indiana jones so yeah i was gonna say transformers came out like three weeks ago i said favorite movie of all time not worst movie of all time um you don't enjoy robot testicles no i do not um no Go check out our other stuff. Uh, we have plenty of content up alongside trailer reactions, yada, yada, yada. We get so much happening here on the show. We will see y'all in the next episode. But until then, have a magical day. Excelsior.